From the shadows of New York's Manhattan skyline to Arizona's Valley of the Sun resides a radio program the world over has been waiting for. Hosted by two men no one has ever heard of. It's a place where idiocracy runs free. And you rarely appoint his name. Kieran. Peasant. I can't deal with this. I am Rocket. Star Rocket. I'm the Hellmont. Rocket. Winthrop, get the arch ready. We're going to Mond. Together, these men will bring you laughter at any cost. Even if that means sacrificing their own egos or well-being. So put your brains on standby. Sit back and relax. The boys have returned. Lunatic Radio starts now. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Hello, Esteban Luiza. There's something. That is a... Ooh. Yeah. He used to pitch for the Yankees, Rock. And uh, I, I have an article here. It's actually somewhere. Uh, I actually didn't read it yet, but I just watched the headline. He got, like, uh, arrested for carrying, like, fucking four pounds of cocaine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. He used to pitch for the Yankees. So I'm like, wow. Life went to... He's only 47 years old. Doing the uh, trafficking, the cocaine, yeah, the cocaine. Yeah. What up, everybody? It's the Lunatic Radio Show. I'm Kieran. That's Rock. Way over there on the other side of the country in the great city of New York. What's up? Yeah, sports guys. Sports guys. I mean, they after they their career. Yeah. I mean, it's a crapshoot. My favorite still is Kevin Kevin Elster for the Mets. He uh, he opened up like a uh, used car dealership. Kevin Elster. <laughs> something like that. What the hell's Mackie Sasser doing these days? That's what I want to know. I think that guy's dead. <laughs> this guy here is dead. We'll cross him off then. Well, Lenny Dykstra, like he's just a mess on wheels. Oh, yeah. Lenny started his own Ponzi scheme for a while, right? <laughs> he's just... He's just, and, and you name it, he's done it. He's been arrested for it. He's been convicted of it. He yeah. is just, he can't stay out of his own way anymore. Let me and see. He's, he was nails. He was Lenny Dystra. Let me see if I can find this Esteban Lewis. <laughs> I just saw it, like, uh, briefly in the New York Post. And he it, sounds like an actor like you see on, like, Telemundo or something. I, I know. I am Esteban Lewis. I mean, when he played for the Yankees, he looks like a, he looks better now as a cocaine dealer than he did when all. he played for the Yankees. I can see a picture of him. The uh, name sounds vaguely familiar. Former Yankee pitcher Esteban Lewis was sentenced Friday to three years in prison for cocaine possession. The 47-year-old pleaded, pleaded guilty last year to possession of, oh, my God. 44 pounds of cocaine. I screwed that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was a parka on and he just like covered it? Yeah. 44 pounds of cocaine with the intent to distribute. Well, I uh, distribute, which I hope he was going to distribute that and not just sit in his fucking apartment just sniffing yayo till the fucking. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I got a picture of him. I remember him. And yeah, he, he looked like a drug dealer back then. Yeah. Cops arrested him after finding drugs in 20 packages in a van parked at his home in California. So he had his van like parked in the driveway with 20 packages of cocaine in it. Wouldn't you just, wouldn't you want to bring that inside? <laughs> like, you know, like you leave your cell phone in your car and you're like, yeah, I'll just leave it out there. No, you don't. You go out and get it. You bring it in the house. Wow. <laughs> 
the confidence in this guy. It's like, I can just leave it there. Uh, you know, I pay for the Yankees. You know, no the fuck with me. No big deal. Uh, the two-time All-Star pitched for uh, for eight teams in the major leagues from between 1995 and 2008, including the Pirates, Blue Jays, White Sox. In 2004, the was a brief had a brief stint with the Yankees. Uh, all right, so yeah, wow. fucking 44 pounds. Like that is a that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm no drug dealer, but that's a lot. Wait, wait, wait. The U.S. District Judge uh, handed down the sentence in San Diego Federal Court. Loiza in Court apologized to my family, friends, and and fans. Really, fans? Oh. <laughs> I didn't know there was a big. Uh, maybe he has more fans than we do. I'm sure he does. Rock. We have three. Uh, right yeah, I, I would say so. We have three right <laughs> yes. in the chat room. So we're fucking. That's sad. our Mendoza line. Esteban Loiza. That's really sad. Never that. That's sad. That is fucking. <laughs> Esteban Loiza, who got fucking popped for 44 pounds of cocaine, and uh, he's got more fans than we do. <laughs> he had a brief stint with the Yankees. <laughs> like a month. One time of his life. The cup of coffee. The proverbial cup of coffee with the team. Right. It, it, basically, this show has had a cup of coffee as a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's the slowest slurp of coffee ever. Oh, welcome to Cool Teacher in the chat room. Howdy. There, there she is. Yeah, that's, isn't that strange, huh? 44 pounds. You would figure that's more than three years. Oh, man, it's. I guess if you're gonna go big, and you just you know go big or go home. I guess if you're gonna sell, don't say, like if you're gonna get caught. There's no sense getting caught for like a half a pound, right? Like if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do it, because you're doing it for money, right? This isn't for a goof. Right. This isn't go for uh, how to waste a Saturday afternoon. Go big or go home. It's not like yeah. uh, you know, just earning yeah, you know, just a few bucks on the side. No, you might as well this do like it. a freelance gig, right? Because if you get popped with any type of cocaine, you're doing some time, so you might as well right. fucking go go for yeah. the money shot. You know, right? Go Goodfellas style. Exactly. Uh, he is Esteban Luis is the second winningest. Mexican picture in MLB history. So there you go. There's something. Rock. Wow. Who's the first? Oh, Fernando Valenzuela? Wasn't very good as a pitcher. 4.65 ERA lifetime. Yeah. And he's a terrible drug trafficker. <laughs> Here, this is too fucking. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, really. That sucks, right? What? <laughs> what does he do well? His career record as a pitcher was 126 and 114. That's just like okay. That's just like uh, that's like a fifth starter type of. It's like uh, it's fifty fifty, you know, nearly fifty <laughs> fifty. Whether this guy's going to be good or not. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Fucking a man. Uh, uh, it's just a lot. Uh, email us at the show lunaticradio.com, dot com. Drunko hotline two zero six two zero. Oh wait, no drunko hotline. <laughs> Why do I always say that? Man, my brain. Wow. My just bro- force to have it, man. That's how long you're doing it for. Uh, live number call in 718-690-9290. Word up. Yeah. Uh, fucking Esteban the Wiser. I want to know what Mackie Sasser actually is doing. <laughs> I really don't. Because Mackie Sasser was the guy for the catcher for the Mets who couldn't throw the pit ball back to the pitcher when the pitcher pitched him the ball. Like it was a fucking every it was major league two. It was a problem. That's where that came from. I think. Oh my god, that makes so much sense. I I totally forgot about that with Mackie Sasser. By the way, he literally had trouble throwing the ball back to back to the pitcher, which is sixty feet six inches, something like that. Well, he's alive. He's fifty six years old. Mackie, is he? Did he quit throwing balls? 
I hope so. What is you're in the major now? leagues, and your job is a catcher. You can't throw the ball back to the pitcher. He, he like he would throw it over the pitcher. He, he would bounce it back to him. He had like a mental block. It was something about playing in that Shea Stadium. I swear to God, Shea Stadium fucked players up. It was something. It was like cursed or something. Like, people would leave, like, players would play for the Mets and then leave Shea Stadium, get traded, and go on to be, like, superstar MLB players. Like Kevin Mitchell. He was Really? Yeah, that's true. That's a great example. Kevin Mitchell, back in 86, was a ho-hum bench player for the Mets when they won the World Series. He got traded, went to the Giants, and became a fucking superstar. That's true. Or, or the other way, like, you know, players come here and they just fall apart. Like Bobby Bonilla. He was like, it was unbelievable. He came to the Mets and he's like, I just don't want to play anymore. Still getting paid by the Mets, by the way. Still, yes. Matter of fact, matter of fact, uh, with Bryce Harper's astronomical slash long-term contract he just signed with the Phillies. Yeah. Boney is still getting paid after him. After after Harper's last payday, oh. Boney is like, I got a couple more years on top of that. Yeah, still. it's like June 1st is Bobby Bonilla Day. He gets like $1.9 million from the Mets. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. What a great deal. I would do that in a heartbeat if I was that talented. and, and, and so, uh, If I was Bryce Harper, I would be like, you know what? Pay me till I'm 60. Let's fucking, right. yeah. Let's do with that. So the interest, yeah, because like, because the reality is, how much money do you need, you know, to to live like a decent life? So well, you hold it off, and then you make ridiculous amounts for over the long. I mean, every year he just does have to do nothing, and he's guaranteed a million dollars. I don't think Bryce Harper really can comprehend how much money he just signed for. Yeah, no, he can't. I don't think I don't think he's that bright. He probably thinks it's like three hundred and thirty bucks. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. He's just thinking like, how many packages of Bigly Chew can he buy? Now? Right, it's going out and just buying Jordans and shit. Jordans, no, you, you don't have to buy that, Bryce. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. How much more? Yeah, now, and now he's like already touting. He's like now he's got now he's a big swinging dick, and he's like, oh, we're gonna get Mike Trout here, and now everyone's like, uh, what are you what are you doing? And that's like that's illegal. You can't be like talking to other players to convince them to come to your team. Right, that's illegal. No, it's on your back. The Phillies don't have any more money to spend on anybody. Exactly. It's you, dick face. You can't fucking... You have to win them a, a World Series for the yeah. in Philadelphia. Right. It's right. you. Yeah, yeah matter of fact, imagine that. Imagine you're like you're the general manager right. of the team, and your star player just like, oh, well, I hope we get this other player now. <laughs> yeah. What amount of shit, dick? You can't do it. We just gave you all this money. Yeah, right. You spend three hundred thirty mil on one player, and he comes into the office the next day after signing the contract. And goes, you know what? I think we need some help. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole! No, you get out there and play. I just paid you. It's my two cents. Now that I'm part of the team, want to help out? I think we need some help. Hey, hey, coach! Great signing yesterday, but here's here a couple ideas of players we might need to get. <laughs> What about you, Bryce? We just gave you a half a billion. <laughs> yeah, that's all fine and good, but really, if we want to win. <laughs> we didn't sign you because you have a nicely cropped beard, you idiot. It's because you have to play baseball. <laughs> what a great <laughs> angle on it's so true. <laughs> oh, my Lord, yeah. Stupid Harper. I can't wait to fucking, I am fucking pumped. 
of a goddamn uh, uh, baseball comeback. Oh, yeah, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, no, 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 no. Fuck off with that. You know what's so sad about the Arizona Diamondbacks, Rock? You drive, you drive around Phoenix, right? You drive around Phoenix. You know how uh, on the side of the highways they get the big billboard about you know attractions in the area or whatever? Yeah. The Arizona Diamondback billboard has the Arizona Diamondback A and says, in 2019, the Arizona Diamondbacks are welcoming the New York Yankees, the Boston Red Sox, and the Chicago Cubs. Like, so, hey, there's a reason to come to the ballpark because these great teams are coming. Don't, you know, don't, and the tickets for the Yankee and Red Sox games and Cub games, whoop, yeah. way more expensive. Of course. It just, I just, $255 for three Yankee tickets to go watch them play. Wow. Yeah. I guarantee you, like, the next day when they're playing the Padres, it's like a dollar and a fucking Campbell Soup cup. <laughs> I swear to God, no one goes to these fucking games. Oh, my God. Speaking of Chase Field, uh, last night I think would be the only time the whole fucking place was sold out. Because I went to Chase Field last night to watch Billy Joel. Oh! Billy Joel came out to fucking and played a one-night-only concert at fucking Chase Field. Yeah, of course, one-night-only. <laughs> I literally think he got off the plane, got to the concert, they put him on stage, he got off. I, I and just got back on the plane and went home. <laughs> it, that's how it seemed when I when I went to the concert yesterday. I actually brought my parents there because they've oh. never they've never seen Billy Joel. They're kind of around the same age as Billy Joel. They're a little bit older, sure. uh, and they never seen him play. So I took my parents there. So it was it was sold out, huh? Sold the fuck out, like that's the amazing. fuck out. Uh, it was it was funny about it is that. Uh, well, I found out that he was playing there a, a while ago, but I was like, oh, man, I'm not going to be able to afford to, you know, go to the tickets were ridiculous. Right. So, like, I think uh, around Christmas time, I went to my folks place for lunch or something. And my mom was like, I got those three Billy Joel tickets. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's great, man. It's awesome, man. It's great. Yeah, we'll all go. You know, so I was like, I'll take my parents there. Uh, so we get to the, the park yesterday. And my mother just keeps saying, Section 308. I had no idea. I didn't even see the tickets. Section 308. Section 308. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, okay, it's on the upper level. That's cool. It's upper level. That's all right. It'll be the view. It'll be nice. The, the stadium uh, roof is open. We can see the skyline. That's like one building <laughs> in Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like it just looks like it's one. <laughs> it's pathetic. It's pathetic. Um, so I get to the we get to the uh, the corridor where you come out, you know, and mm. you, and you're on the you're on the third deck. And uh, my mom's like, I was like, what row is it, Ma? She's like, thirty nine. And I'm like, oh my god, oh, how high are you up? Oh shit! It's lit- it was literally the second to last. <sighs> row from the top of the stadium. Your poor parents. They had to walk 90 steps up to get to them. That's exhausting. So I told them to hang out in the corridor. I was like, you guys hang out here. I'm going to go case this out to see where our seats are. I literally lost, my heart was pounding getting to these seats. It was like, do we have climbing gear? I need climbing. Where's the Sherpas? Give me a Sherpa! (laughs) Right? So my dad starts walking up, and I'm like, he gets he gets about 20 steps up. I'm like, no, no, you're just time out. Just yeah. pick a seat, and you're, we're gonna sit there. 
And because uh, you guys can't, I literally had to back my dad down off the fucking. Oh my gosh! Like he could, he's, he's on a cane. Yeah, he's on a cane. Right, right, Here's right, a guy. Right. Not a half hour earlier was going through security. You know how like you take your cell phone out and your keys. He took sure. out his teeth and put them in the goddamn tray. I oh my god! You not. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. It's amazing, right? So before he went through the buzzer thing, he put his pulled his teeth out and put them oh in the thing. Gosh. I didn't see him do it, but he went through the security and like came up to me. He's like, apparently, you don't have to take your teeth out to go. <laughs> I was like, this is my parents. This is what I have to do. This is why I live out here. Because if they went to that concert by themselves, they would literally like. They'd be like, they drive up on a Walmart and think Billy Joel's playing there. They have no idea. <laughs> Their sense of surroundings is so, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, so I I was uh, on the third deck there, and I was like, fuck, there's no way. I was like, so I went down to, like, guest relations, and uh, I asked them for a hand job. <laughs> I went down to guest relations, and I told them, I was like, I got two elderly parents camped yeah. out on the third deck. They bought. They mistakenly bought these tickets that are in the top row. They had right. no idea where the hell they were. I was like, sure. is, is there any chance I can get them like somewhere else? Yeah. Like like where they could just stand or sit in like a hallway and maybe watch right. the watch the concert on TV or something? Because <laughs> there's no way I'm getting. We're gonna have to helicopter them out of there. Right. You right. Know? So the guy's like, oh, there's not that bad. There's nothing I can do. Nothing I can do. We're sold out. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I was like, so I went up, went back up to my parents. I was like, I guess we're just going to have to, like, hop seats until we act like two people don't show up for the concert. Because it was sold out. Like, yeah. Billy sold out the entire upper, upper deck. And let alone the entire field. And right, all the other, right, right, exactly. There's people in the field like, as well. The power yeah. that Billy Joe, I didn't really, I didn't think he would sell out that place. He fucking sold it out. It's crazy. So I was like, all right, this place is filling up. And I was like, fuck, there's going to be no place. Your guys are going to have to end up sitting up in the upper deck. And right. that's where you're going to spend the rest of your lives. Because I am not getting you out of there. <laughs> there's, there's no fucking way. We're going to have to hold, you know, your funerals are going to have to be up there. Thanksgivings are going to have to take place up there. Christmases, you guys are just going to live in row 39 of Chase Field on the third level. <laughs> That's live on those hot trip. dogs and pretzels for the rest of your right. life. Right. Maybe we'll get some sponsorship. We'll call it the uh, the two old people. You know, we'll just sponsor those two chairs. And you guys will become like fucking Arizona Diamondback mascots because <laughs> you're just stuck up there for the rest of your lives because you can't get down. There's not, the, the, the incline of the oh, third sure. deck of Chase Field is like 80 degrees. Yeah, right, right, so right. My, if my dad would stand up and try to go down, he would it was just... He would be like uh, Nordberg and fucking <laughs> Naked Gun two and a half, you know, like when a guy sla slaps OJ Simpson up. He just takes it off. Absolutely. <laughs> and my mom would just follow him right afterwards. You know what I mean? So uh, I had I I was able to. By the way, side note. I'm sorry to interrupt, but side note. I'm so glad that HBO was playing Naked Guns. I thought that like you know the TV stations would stop airing them, but they've been showing them ad nauseum, and I'm so happy that even though OJ is terrible and the shit he did, but at least they're still playing the films because they're so fucking funny. Uh yeah. So <laughs> yeah, those fucking things are hilarious. They are. Oh, 
There's a whole nother, there's a whole nother fucking actually discussion about whether or not it's cool to like listen to Michael Jackson anymore. So you're actually, we can have that discussion later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so far, so I ha- like, I got my parents, they're like halfway up on the deck at this point. They're just sitting there and I'm like, okay, we have to start back and you guys that we have to come on. We got to go. We got to start back. Cause it's going to take like a half hour to get them back to the beginning. <laughs> So my dad on his cane, he just stands up. He's, you know, about halfway up on the deck. Probably like tw- roll 20. And I'm like, all right. And he's like, he turns around. So his back is to me. And he's yeah. going down the staircase backwards. And I'm like holding his back. Like, literally, this is what I got to do. And, and then, like, I got him all the way to the bottom. And my mom's sitting there taking pictures of him. I'm like, ma, this is embarrassing. Stop. <laughs> I'm like, the guy's struggling here. And then my mom, like, gets up. She has, like, a... She has like a funky like left knee that just gives out. So I'm like, this is oh. great. Third knee is just gonna give out. So I had to back her down off of there. And then I, a terrible situation for these people. So I grabbed them too, and I fi- I took them to guest relations, where they quickly uttered, "Hey, are we here for our hand job?" <laughs> but no, I took them to guest relations. I'm like, this is my evidence of elderly people that can't make it to their fucking seats. Can we yeah. just stick them somewhere else? And th- you know what they did? They literally stuck them on the field. <laughs> really? <laughs> stuck them on the field. There's like, you're handicapped? Okay, go here. The, ki- the kid can't come with you, but you guys can go in the field. Oh, all right. I had to go watch this. I had to go watch the uh, thing from the fucking, literally, my head was sticking out of the top of the stadium. <laughs> That's how high I was. You're going to say you were handicapped? You've been doing podcasting for over 15 years. Clearly, I must be special. <laughs> no, son. Career handicap doesn't count. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, they got to watch Billy Joel from literally the field, and I was up in the nosebleeds. It was fucking uh, awesome. It was, it was a- that's so cool. So what do you think, like, the, the audience? Because uh, I'm just going to assume that it's basically the, the majority is New York transplants that are going to see Billy Joel. Absolutely. You know how Billy would, like, sometimes, uh, if you see, I've saw him once before, but I, I've seen a lot of concert footage, and no matter where he goes, like, he goes to Wyoming, he somehow horseshoes in like a Wyoming reference, you know, so to get the right. crowd like he didn't do that last night. First, well, <laughs> that yeah, was what, just, are you, what are you going to say? He sang "Stuart New York State of Mind." It wasn't like Phoenix State of Mind. It was New York State of Mind. Every reference to New York, everything was every. He he pulled pulled you know called out every you know, band member that he had. He's like, this guy's from fucking Hicksville. This guy's from Bay Shore. He didn't care. He was like, he, it was like he was playing the Nassau Coliseum. Sure, right, right, right. And there were people there with like Long Island signs. There was like, I saw a Hicksville oh, so sign. There you go. Oh, you so know. there you go. Every like, as soon as he play, started playing New York State of Mind, the crowd went fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, it was all. It was nice. It was like, it was like a convention of New Yorkers. Sixty thousand <laughs> New Yorkers were like, uh, is anybody else live from New York that lives here? We all just got together and we had a good time. You know. Oh, but it was good. amazing. A lot of young kids, man. Like Billy really? Joel's like sixty-eight. A lot yeah. of young kids just sitting there singing the songs. I'm like, like twenty something. Wow. I'm like the power of this guy's fucking music. It was, it was any, any, any girls there, Karen? Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Christ. I am surprised. Actually, that's crazy. Unreal. On the, they're all on the field, though. Like you know, they're all. Of the, course, they are because they got comp tickets. All those Scottsdale skanks are on the fucking yeah. field. Billy Joel handed them out. Yeah, to play. You know, Uptown Girl. All the titties just came out playing Uptown Girl. 
all the titties came out. There were titty. Those titties weren't them. There was one girl with fucking giant fake cans. They kept like the the camera guy kept on coming back to her. Oh, yeah, that and those guys. Those are the biggest hornballs out there. The camera guys at a live show. Oh yeah, because she kept on popping up on the big screen. Of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Billy was just like, yeah, keep on, keep on, keep the camera on that one. But there's a lot of fucking hot chicks there. A lot of fucking young people too. That's a, I'm, I'm I'm a bit surprised by that because I mean, when was the last time he had an album came out? He does. He's, he's more of an older audience. No, at this point. yeah, no. Every time he he would do this, he started off the show by going, "Hey, uh, I'm going to give you guys a multiple choice question on uh, what song you want me to play." So he named like two songs and be like, <laughs> "Yeah, this album came out in 1976, and this uh, this other song that I, you have a choice to play or." For me to play, it came out in 1980. He hasn't made a fuck. He hasn't made a song in fucking 29 years. No, no, like that. He closed with "We Don't Start the Fire," and that was like his. We didn't start the wow. fire, and that's like that's his like latest a modern song for him. That was like his latest song. Yeah. So imagine not making a song for like 30 years, and then still being able to sell out a fucking giant stadium like Chase Field. There's very few. There's very few artists that can do that. Right. Very, it's very like cute. him, Elton John. Fucking, if Michael Jackson were alive, he could do that. I don't yeah. know. Madonna can Madonna do that? I don't. I know. don't know Madonna. The Stones, the Stones can do it. The Stones, you yeah. two. Uh, I don't. Can Pearl Jam do that? I don't Chase know. Field. I don't know. I know that. I know Pearl Jam sold out uh, fucking Fenway. Yeah, but that's a lot smaller. Fenway's small. Yeah. And and also it's like I don't know, I don't know. It, it, the Chase Field is. A very, I mean that that is a that would be a good question. Who could take you know who could fill out uh, you know sell out Chase Field Arizona? It, it's got to take you know it's it's a few it's few artists. Cool teacher checking in. New kids can sell out. No, they can't, they can't sell out. No, they can't. Chase Field. Come on, come on. Billy maybe like a Billy, you know, medium sized venue. Billy Joel played for about three three hours and fifteen minutes last night. And he did maybe like thirty five percent of his catalog. He could right. have played for six right. hours of nothing but hits. That's, that's the other kicker as compared to even the, the other artists you just mentioned. Like that's something that Billy Joel does as compared to the other. Usually two hours and they're out. Mm. Uh, Billy Joel, yeah, he'll play for like three, three and a half hours, no problem. Right. Literally just cranking, no breaks, no nothing, just cranking yeah, out tunes. Going, yeah. He had a little moment where he like made fun of uh, Elton John. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, it was kind of funny. He's like, he started singing an Elton John song, and he was like, "No, that, wait, that's not my song." And he's, <laughs> and he's like, "That's another piano guy." And he started like singing some of his lyrics, and uh, it was something about like, uh, I guess one of Elton John's lyrics is like, "I don't have any money." And then he took a pause, and Billy's like, "No money? Really? Bullshit." He <laughs> <laughs> was funny. It was, was pretty. Here's a. Uh, here's actually. From last night's concert. You recorded audio? Uh, no, there's somebody here there. I don't know. Sounds good. It was a fucking tremendous. I mean, you're 68 years old. You're 65 years old. Where the fuck old is he? He's playing. A, he's killing it. Imagine that, Rock. You at 68 years old. <laughs> What can you accomplish at 68 years old? Can you sell out? That's amazing. Fuck no. Yeah, no. It, it, it's it, it's a very few people in the world, in the world that can do something like that. Right. So you're, you're like, I'm, I'm just thinking about, like, 
middle of you know middle of Arizona, the stadium, and there's just a bunch of fucking New Yorkers, just like like you said, it's a New York exp- you know convention. Yeah, like a bunch of New Yorkers in the men's room, it's like in the middle of Arizona. Oh this yeah, fucking guy, this fucking guy tried to cut in front of me. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't tell you how many fucking Mets shirts I saw last night. That's right. Don't you forget that? I saw a shit ton of Mets shirts. It was all Met Yankee and fucking like. I'm whatever sign you're from. It's a bunch of Kieran's there last night. (laughs) Like, I'm from Amityville. Amityville sign. I'm from Amityville. (laughs) From Conkama. From Conkama. (laughs) There was one black guy there. He had wine dance. (laughs) Of course. Billy, it's Shelly from Roslyn. (laughs) I used to know you in high school, bro. Yeah, it was awesome. There's a little area of all the Jews from Hewlett just hanging out together. <laughs> Local references. No one's going to get them. Uh, Only Karen and I. Exit 52, uh, LIR. Yeah. Long Island Expressway. LIE. LIE. God, I've been away from New York too long. I almost called it Long Island Expressway, the LIRR. I'm an idiot. Uh, it was Early. fucking... It was a blast, man. That motherfucker killed it. I actually have... Um, Let's see if I can go... And kudos to him to getting a younger audience. I am very surprised by that part. Dude, not only younger, but fucking brand new cars. <laughs> <laughs> like, beautiful, beautiful bunnies, as they would say in the... Gotcha, okay. Yeah. All right, Kieran. Let me uh, go a little deeper, Rock. <laughs> Apparently, Kieran did not watch the R. Kelly... <laughs> Hey, this is not kosher. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, I have, uh, I, you know, he did uh, obviously did Piano Man. Obviously, Captain Jack. I'm sure. But no, he didn't. That's what I'm saying. What? Like he he didn't play. Like there's so many songs he didn't do. Uh, That's insane. That's how many songs he had. He didn't that, do. That he didn't, he do, didn't do Billy the Kid. He didn't. Uh, there's so many songs. Like in three and a half hours, he did like 35, maybe 35 percent of his catalog. That's crazy. Uh, Insta, Instagram. I swear to God, I can't multitask. My brain, my brain is just dog shit. <laughs> fucking brutally dog. Here's the, here's the. I actually got some video of um, the crowd during Piano Man. Listen to this. Mm. That's pretty cool. Right? If you listen closer, you can almost hear Tony from Dick's Hills. In there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's cool. Like, that's, that's what's great about live shows, man. But Billy, man, it doesn't matter where he goes, man. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of MacArthur Airport t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, two flights by Southwest Airlines. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I mean, the, like, you want, I'm sitting at the top of the stadium and I'm watching this. I'm like, man, this guy's got the power. Like, that, he's on a, he's like on a king level, dude. Yeah. Fucking, the, like, Jay Z can't do what he's doing right now. The guy's 68. Yeah. yeah. You know? Fucking. In order to, in order to fill out Yankee Stadium, now that's Jay Z. He needed Justin Timberlake as well. Right. He needed Eminem, the fucking, you know? Fuck. Yeah, right. To fill out Yankee Stadium, he had Justin. Like, 
that's power. That's king-like right there. Yeah, yeah. But when's the next time he's going to be out there? Never. I guarantee you Billy spent about three and a half, three hours and 15 minutes in Phoenix last night. <laughs> Came off the plane. <laughs> the plane running. <laughs> I guarantee, because, yeah, because they had the back of the stadium all, uh, like the stage was by where center field was. So the that outside of the stadium was just cordoned off. So you know he was fly he was coming in there in a you know, car, popping out, going on stage, everything's already set up. I mean, this day and age, everything's set up for Billy. Here he knows what he's doing. He's done this a million times. Gets out on stage, just starts playing. When he's done, he was I saw him being whisked away because I was on the upper level and I could see behind the stage. He was just whisked away. He was probably on his fucking jet within twenty minutes, fucking flying out of there, going back to Florida or fucking Long Island, wherever he's spending his winter, you know. But I mean, if you think about it, in all seriousness, I mean, what is he seventy two? You know, he's going to keep doing shows, of course. But I don't think Phoenix is on, you know, the to do list, if you will. No, this is uh, this is one night, yeah, one time only, one night forever. <laughs> yeah, last time only. Uh, did he, uh, TJ check it in? Did you cry when he sang Piano Man? No, he sang Piano Man in the middle of the set. Came out of nowhere. I was like, wow, Piano Man's playing. I was like, man, this is a short-ass set. Billy really wants to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I literally thought he was done after it. But, uh, Did no. Down Easter Alexa? Uh, no, he couldn't do Down Easter Alexa. That's way too Long Island, though. But I, I guarantee really is. I guarantee you the fucking... The, oh, the, the place would have went berserk. Absolutely. Fuck it, eh? I'm on my Down Easter Alexa. Fuck Yeah. Like, anyone in Arizona has no idea what, like, a boat is. <laughs> there ain't no islanders left like islanders like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, I love that song. I would have I would have jizzed there all over the third deck if he played that song. Fucking confetti everywhere. <laughs> this is for you, Billy. <laughs> this load's for you. Uh, yeah, man, it's fucking awesome, man. And you, so your parents had a good time, obviously. Yeah, they had a bliss. They, were, they they actually remained awake, they said. They were awake the whole time. It's always a good thing. They had a few glasses of wine. They played Uptown Girl. Fuck yeah. Uptown Girl got all the all the Scottsdale skanks. Whole, uh, fucking, the, the vaginas got all wet when they played Uptown Girl. It was just fucking crazy. It was just fucking ditto. Like, a lot of jilling going on in the field. <laughs> a lot of jilling. Jilling? You know what jilling is? No. You know what jacking is, Rock? Yes. Oh, I get it. Jilling's for the girl. <laughs> Got it. Jacking Yeah, there you go. Yeah, a lot of jilling on the fields. A lot of titties. A lot of titties. A lot of... <laughs> lot of was glad. Oh. He was glad his parents were away. Because then he could completely enjoy himself. A lot of... <laughs> staring. A lot of older Scottsdale men with girlfriends that are 22. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. A lot of... That sounds like the... That's what, you know, you do in Arizona. You're, you're, uh... You're a divorcee male from New York. You moved to Arizona. Right. And you, you uh, yeah, you, you go take to, a younger girl under your wing. You literally get off at Sky Harbor. You rent a car. You drive to ASU. You pick out a girl. You bring her back to Scottsdale, and she just remains there. <laughs> it's like legal sex trafficking. It really is. I mean, if I ever have a daughter, she's never going to ASU. Right. Yeah, Because no, that's exactly not. what they just, they just end up being fucking... Yeah, <laughs> trophy wives in Scottsdale, and they just they don't do anything for the rest of their lives. Terrible. Their lives are over at twenty two. 
No, it's not that they're over. They're just taken care of. They don't have to do a damn thing. Yeah, but they just hang out. Yeah, it's just, but they know. work out and they do Instagram videos all day. Yeah, yeah a lot of uh, Instagram butt models on that uh, field last night at Chase Field. Do you think Billy could pull it, pull it though? Save Billy. Billy could probably pull anybody in that fucking any chip. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Kind of not old. a very good looking man, but he's very uh, talented. Uh, the power. The power he has, though, it's, it's not the, it's, it's, I think so. I honestly do think he could. Just watching that crowd last night, people having fun. He could, he could totally pull any, anything he wanted in that. But obviously he wants to do uh, age appropriate, so probably anything above 30. <laughs> right. Anything but how old was his most recent wife? Uh, well, he got I mean, divorced. Like the, the age difference, I should say. Didn't he date some chick from News 12? On Long Island? Yeah, he dated some girl from News 12. That was the last time I, I knew. Uh, you get into Phoenix, and after 24 hours of being there, you seriously contemplate suicide. That is exactly right from TJ to Mayor. <laughs> it is. This place is one of... Yeah. It, it's like living in the moon. No one should really live in Arizona. Uh, Bosom Buddies theme? No. I don't know if you've been... I don't know what that means. Uh, 718-690-9299 if you want to call into the radio program. By the way... Alexa, what is Alexa Ray now? That's his daughter. What is she doing? Uh, see, that's a girl I should date right there. That will get me one step closer. How old is she, Rock? So she was born in 85, so that makes her 33. Perfect. Perfect. That is perfect for me. Karen, that is your girl. Right. Alexa Ray Joel. Right. Female Billy? That's a female Billy. Plus, she's got a little bit of uh, Christy Brinkley in her, right? That's true. A little Billy, a little Christy Brinkley. Fuck yeah. Does she have a boyfriend? Where she live? Uh, Where she live? Uh, fucking uh, Bridgehampton? Watermill? Where she live? Aquabog. Aquabog. Is it? Is that? Is that a- no, no. I don't think it's going to say where she lives on her Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a problem. 315. Oh, uh, 2013, Joel began dating restaurateur Ryan Gleason. Oh, fuck. Restaurant. They became engaged on January 1st, 2018. Yeah, but he's going to put her fucking feet to sleep. Those restaurateurs, they, they lose their businesses because they fucking... Yeah, right, exactly. Or they're never around. So that's yeah. what Carol comes. He's like, I'm always around. I do podcasts. That, that, guy, that guy's one omelet away from fucking his career being over. <laughs> Yeah, fuck that. Alexa Ray Joel. I'm in there. You know? I bet you she sings a good piano, man. I'm sure she does. I would have her change the name of the title of the song to Piano Pussy. What do you think? No. Survey says? Survey says on that one? You got shit. No? Leroy <laughs> <laughs> Jenkins is asking, did you throw your TJ Maxx socks onto the stage here? <laughs> That's great. Uh, fucking A. I tell you that, that Billy Joel, he's a fucking good uh, good entertainer. I am the entertainer. What? He's a good egg? He's a good egg. I am the entertainer. I could get up there and sang a couple tunes for him if you wanted. Be honest with you. No, you, could, you could? I wore a, I, I wore a Montauk t-shirt there last night, Rock. Oh! Hey, if everybody else is going to ch- name what town on Long Island they're from, 
I'm going to leave my balls about Montauk and you're there fucking in Arizona with your goddamn Montauk shirt on. I was hoping Billy could, you know, if he had a fucking, <laughs> he needed a satellite to see me on that fucking. <laughs> I was... well, here's the question. While you were watching him, were you holding a nice white wine? Uh, no, I was drinking a Michelob Ultra. Oh, see, so then they knew you were just a poser. <laughs> that you were really. Yeah, I was a poser. You're I, not from Montauk. That fucking asshole's from Mastic, and I know it. <laughs> Michelob Ultra he drinking. Mastic. He's like, oh, this is Mastic. I'm going to boy. White this. trash dick face. You Bellport having dickhead. <laughs> By the way, we're doing all Long Island references. Nobody understands the no, show. But no. you know what? That's like most shows. <laughs> so. Fucking Sunrise Highway Skank. Exactly. Uh, Billy's never seen Sunrise Highway. You know why, Rock? He takes why? the Hampton Jitney. Oh, no, he oh, doesn't. Wait, no. What's the Hampton Copter Service? What is that? Oh, yeah, well, I don't know, but yeah, that makes more sense. Right. I used to, I remember I used to see the Bad Boy helicopter fly over me a lot. Fucking Puff Daddy. He used to have, oh, Puff Daddy used to have a whole black parties. helicopter and said Bad Boy in red letters on it. Wow. What a tool. It's like it's like the equivalent of having Iceman on your fucking goddamn Mustang. You dickhead. <laughs> I'm sick of Puff Daddy. Why? What did he do to you? Uh, he's so inspirational. I'm like, enough. You don't want to be inspired. No, I'm like, uh, keep grinding. Keep grinding, man. Uh, shut up, Puff. Enough. All right, you're being I'm grinding is my dick in the sock. Yeah, you, yeah. I've been grinding every day. That gives me nowhere. Blowing loads and I get tired and go to sleep. What do you do? What kind of grinding are you doing, Puff Daddy? Changing besides changing your names constantly. Oh, I see Puff Daddy. He's like he's dancing in his living room, wearing outrageous outfits, and always partying with Nas and Jay Z. That's all I see him do. That's on his Instagram. That's all I see. Oh, there you go, Leroy. Like a no fear sticker on a 5.0 Mustang. Nice. Yeah. No fear. Remember those? I used to see Puff Daddy's helicopter literally. On a weekly basis. Kieran had a No Fear shirt while drinking his Zimas. <laughs> Fucking Zima, bro. Zima, bro. Fuck. In your, uh, what was it, the Monte Carlo? You drink three Zimas and you literally have to go to the hospital and have your stomach pump. <laughs> it's fucking gross. It's like fucking, God, that stuff was brutal. How does he even sell that? I don't know. It was like Sprite with alcohol. Yeah, right. Now that now it's called Sizerp or something like that. <laughs> it's Sizerp. Yeah. All right, we'll do a break. We'll come back uh, and do some more stuff right after this. Billy Joel, legendary fucking awesome dude. Oh, the hypercolor windbreaker. Damn, yes, I forgot that. That's the one you could touch and it changed colors because oh, it could. Yeah, it's like that fucking hat that Michael J. Fox wore in the uh, yes. Back to the Future 3. Yeah. Uh, Goddamn. Zima and Jolly Ranchers? Are you insane? That's what yeah, that's what the kids did to give it some more flavors. Dang, it was already sweet enough. Yeah, but listen, you didn't know any better. By the way, if you drank six Zimas, you'd gain like 50 pounds. I know. How many calories was in a Zima? God, yeah. A shit ton. Uh, Z Cavarucci jeans, too, yeah. Fuck. Freezy glove. Freezy glove. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. A lot of references coming Pepsi up. Pepsi Clear. My, uh, that was my favorite. Uh, all right. Take it a break. Come back. MoLunaticRadio.com show right after these wizards. You have only one context as filthy as possible. Yes. What's in your coffee cup during the day? Come. <laughs> <laughs> MoLunaticRadio.com. 
Twitter doesn't give me these problems. Tune and rock around social media. Why could you just like me? Be sure to like and follow Lunatic Radio on Twitter. Rocket, you gotta get naked. Take off your pants. Do something sweet. Don't say sweet. Oh, listen to you. Okay. So if you say take them off, I shall. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. They're already naked, aren't they? I feel like I have hair on my microphone. <laughs> That's why I've been blowing into it. If you people are listening. Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. Nice ass. You know, you know, people like me on Facebook. You're in a rock around social media. Why can't you just like me? Be sure to like and follow Lunatic Radio on Facebook. I need to get naked. That's what I need to do. Dude, tap it out, bro. What do you mean? I'm tapping out. Wait a second. No way. Facebook.com slash lunatic radio. Wait, who told them to get naked? I'm sitting here behind this microphone. Yeah, you are. Perfectly fine with my manhood. Are you? Of course I am. Facebook.com slash lunatic radio. Hello, everybody. LR Show, Kier Rock, hanging out with you. Rock's mic's not on, but now it is. Go ahead, Rock. Yes. That was a very long break. It was very long. <laughs> but you know what, you know what, Rock? It gets us closer to the, to, uh, the finish the line. Yes. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, Bill de Blasio's, uh, you know, the mayor of New York today, Rock? Yeah, sure. Billy yeah, Graham. he's uh, running for uh, the old Presidente, you know? He's running for the old Presidente. Stop. No way. Yeah. No, it, it is true. But it uh, it, it quickly, uh, his, his candidacy just took a big hit today. You know why, Rock? Why is that? Because he was filmed dancing to an R. Kelly song at a southern church. Oh. So uh, that is a big no-no these days because obviously R. Kelly... Uh, is uh, you know losing his mind? Right. <laughs> here's uh here's the audio of Bill De Blasio. It, it doesn't really do it justice, but he looks like he's in a um, uh, a Southern church. Uh, a lot of African Americans there. Uh, okay. And uh, Bill's there, the only white guy, and he is dancing to "I Believe I Can Fly." Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, yeah, it was today. <laughs> so, He's also shame on, I mean, you know, him aside, also the, the, the church, why are they playing it? Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's like a like a gotcha scenario. I don't know. Um, I like it. He wouldn't have won. The, the, the guy doesn't wake up before 9, 9 a.m., you know, and then, you know, he strolls in. His earliest meetings are like 11 o'clock. Uh, yeah, Mayor de Blasio got himself into a space jam on Sunday when he was caught on Space <laughs> Jam? <laughs> space <laughs> Jam? Yeah, because that's where that song's from, Space Jam. Uh, it was caught on video flapping his arms to a version of R. Kelly's I Believe I Can Fly While Visiting a Church in South Carolina. Uh-oh. He's fucking done. Goodbye, presidential candidate. I would have never had a chance. No, you don't think so? No. Don't you think no. there's like 22 people, Democrats, running for president? Don't you think like a lot of them are going to knock each other out? And, Pretty much. And it's going to just, yeah. They're all women, right? It's like all women. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. Of, he, there's, there's men in there, too. But that's also why Bloomberg didn't. He was going to run, and he tapped out because he's like, he's just basically like, there's too many people. Yeah, it's like, a fucking, like an auditorium full of people running for president. <laughs> well, that's the point. Well, the Republicans did it last time, so now this time it'll be the Democrats. Anyone could run because that's the thing we're learning. 
with uh, politics is like you can do whatever you want. There is no real rules. So, you know, people do what they want. You should fucking run rock. No. Run rock. <laughs> yeah, you should. Get out there. What would all you they got to do, all they have to do, they don't even have to pick a specific one. They're just going to be like, he's on this podcast. <laughs> want us to play a show? We'll just pick any random show. And there it goes. Yeah, but you're not the you're not the guy saying the shit. You're just the guy going, ah, right, come on, enough. Well, well, yeah, for sure. But Bill de Blasio didn't write the song. What would, you know, he was just, what would be your platform? Like, more sleep? <laughs> yes. Exactly. That would be mine. More sleep and free TJ Maxx socks for those men between ages of 18 and 43. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Of- Kelly, man, I saw that. I saw like the interview snippets. Uh, oh, yes. Yes. Throughout Rock, Rock the week. We haven't spoken. Rock hasn't been on the show since the not only R. Kelly stuff, but the Michael Jackson stuff on HBO. Yeah. What'd you think of R. Kelly there, Rock? He's crazy. It's but there is there I gotta admit, there's like a little sliver of me that's like, what if what if he is legit? What if all what if these girls are his girlfriends? Right. And it's the money hungry parents that are trying to, you know, pull one over on him. Right. What if he- I'm not saying it's a big part of me. I'm not saying like, you know, it's like a ninety ninety ten split. I thought and- about that too. I was like, man, watching him lose his shit, I was like, what if he Right. Like, what if he is really, <laughs> like, kind of innocent and this shit's on the up and up, you know? Look, he, he look, he's crazy. We're not going to deny that. But, like, a lot of artists are, man. You know, it's like th- there's a lot of crazy artists out there. Like, that's not that's not that crazy of a, of a statement. Um, and, you know, it, he's having a relationship with these women. And, again, you know, assuming he had them when they were of age, they weren't underage. If they were underage, then obviously it's a completely different conversation. Mm. But if, you know, these parents put him on stage, he's like, okay, you want to come and hang out? Okay, sure. And, you know, maybe they were looking for, because then it kind of like, there is, and not to put them in the same, but there is a sort of a a thing between this, R. Kelly, and then the Michael Jackson stuff. Because Michael Jackson had these these children where the parents were like, yeah, you know, you get to hang out with Michael Jackson, and this kid's doing a commercial, and this kid loved dancing like Michael Jackson, and they put him on all these like little contests in the area, and, you know, mm. to eventually be able to hang out with them. And they're like, yeah, and the parents are spending time, because they, they, they enjoy the I'm sure they enjoyed the publicity. They enjoyed the celebrity right. level life they were living. So again, this is just an argument. I'm not saying this is what I feel, but there, there's like a sliver of, well, what if, you know, it's like, well, maybe these parents of these girls were like, you know, yeah, you know, maybe we could, he could hook us up for the rest of our lives. If you guys, you know, you get into a relationship with them. I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah. But right. Again, that's the 10%. The 90% is he's just, Buckwild crazy, and you know he was going after these girls underage, and he's peeing on them in the whole nine yards. Uh, here's here's R. Kelly freaking out. This is not me, y'all. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this. <laughs> I can't help thirty years. Robert. Robert, calm down, Robert. Robert Kelly. He sounds like an annoying mom. My God, uh, right? You're losing, Kieran. He's Stop. crazy. He's crazy. Settle He's down. Y'all trying to kill me? You're killing me, man! 
Like it's a like he's been isolated from the public, so he hasn't had a chance to like speak out, and he's just being hammered for like three months in the in the uh, in the press. So you knew he was going to explode either way. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like the Kevin Spacey thing when he made that weird video of him cooking. Exactly, it's exactly. Just, it just comes off like shit. Yeah. There's definitely something wrong with him. But can though. you imagine? It's a good fucking thing. But can you imagine, like, if all like these guys are just innocent, and how evil of a world would we live in <laughs> if that were the case? We're just take, we're just picking people to ruin their lives. I mean, I can't speak about the Michael Jackson thing in the same way. I was just kind of seeing like um, uh, a similarity, potentially a similarity in the way the families handled it. I mean, Michael Jackson was definitely doing terrible things. With oh his, my god! Without a doubt, hundred percent. Oh. You know, it, it, it was more. I I made the, the connection because of you know the parents were like because when I was watching the Michael Jackson. By the way, mm. I started to tap out of the Michael. I didn't get through the whole thing. Really? It was a. It was just too intense. Where B, you- it, it was getting a monotonous. Like you you got it. Like you were doing <laughs> terrible things in all the rooms with these kids. Like you got it. Right. It, it could have been a half an hour show, but like, what's the point? Um, Right. So I, I, I guess I watched fifty minutes of it, and I was like, "I got it. You got. To, I got enough." Did you? You got to the butthole bombshell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite. And boom, I, I almost had to tap out after that too, but I was just like, "Oh god," because it was just too. It was too intense. Like I totally got it. There was, you know, yeah. I felt they felt genuine. Um, you know, it just felt like they were going through. So you, you didn't know. you didn't watch the Oprah recap afterwards? No, I didn't. No, no, no. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a. Uh, well, radio stations around the world are uh, are on a snafu of uh, whether or not to play his music. I don't think That's they should play. Situation. I don't. Think, I, I don't know if his can music you has. can you separate Michael Jackson's music from the man that he was. That's that's a question everybody. Has to answer in their mind now. Yeah. Like, can you listen to fucking Man in the Mirror without, uh, you know, remembering that Michael Jackson liked to masturbate this seven year old butthole? Well, I feel like there's two separate issues here. So, uh, especially now in the with the way technology is and streaming services. So, if you were to like, if you had your own personal collection of his music and mm-hmm. you're a fan of his music and you still feel like, you know, obviously he's a complete dirtbag and terrible things he did i think it's you shouldn't be um you're not in the wrong if you still enjoy his music Mm. sure you can question some of the songs but let's take those out of out of this situation like the more benign songs the safe songs if you will Mm. i don't think someone should judge someone else because you listen to michael jackson songs that's my personal opinion. It's like you enjoy his music, so he, he's a terrible person. And you know, like Pete Davidson said on SNL, it's like he's going to continue to listen to the Robert uh, to the uh, to the R. Kelly remix uh, song. He's going to donate a dollar every time he listens to it to um, you know, like underage, like raping victims and things like that. So it's like fine, you know. The other problem is, you know, that, that, so I mean, I feel like on a personal level, you could do what you want, and no one should judge you. The the radio stations they are in a fucking pickle as far as I'm concerned because. You know, people have the right to, yeah, I just want to listen to it, just as I, you know, explained with, you know, on your personal level. But there's going to be a lot, they're going to get a lot of slack from a lot of people. So, unfortunately or fortunately, um, uh, you know, the radio stations can't, can play that stuff. And I totally see them just taking off the music because. 
Fuck yeah. It was too, it was too many problems for me. There's a lot of sponsorship and a lot of people's jobs on the line. And, you know, um, even though there might be a huge amount of people that like Michael Jackson songs, it's not worth it at the end of the day. The Simpsons are pulling its Michael Jackson episode. The Lakers are removing Michael Jackson's song following Leaving Neverland. Like, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of shit going on. Like, people. I don't blame them. I can't blame them. Uh, there's too many like, it, it, it goes beyond just the um, you know the right and wrong of it hmm. there's a lot of business behind it and you know I you gotta play it safe you gotta play it right and uh, again like on a personal level if you wanna listen to Michael Jackson fine listen to a Michael Jackson song if you wanna listen to a Gary Glitter song listen to a Gary Glitter song but I don't even know if there is more than one Gary Glitter song hmm. but you know you can still hate the person I think there, sh- I think there can be on a personal level a separation. I literally think the people, like the Michael Jackson fans, who still like defend him, I think those people people are mentally ill. Yeah, that's weird. That's I weird. think it's bizarre, like blindly just still like, he- oh my god, I just have to play this. God damn it, you just reminded me of something that I uh, I, I saved in my email. It was Wendy Williams. The Wendy Williams show. I, I forgot to play this on Wednesday's show, and I really wanted to. Wendy Williams did a show uh, right after, I guess, the Leaving Neverland aired, and she just blatantly goes, he didn't do it. This is These guys are completely lying, blah, 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 blah. Oh, i got to find it in my email. It is it'll, It will fucking literally irritate the balls out of you. Uh, would you, uh, in the meantime, would you judge someone if they still like they could you know they could believe that he's a complete horrible person? But if they listen to the music, would you feel no? I don't give a shit. Let's do his fucking music. I don't give a shit. Right. Like I still kid, still kid, kid toucher. Here it is, Wendy Williams. What I love for Mondays is that we do all. Hot- By the way, uh, Wendy Williams in this video looks like a mushroom. Her head looks like, like she looks like a dickhead. I gotta take wow. a picture of this. Literally, I literally have to take a picture of this. I'm sorry. Hashtag Me Too movement, but your your look is retarded right now, Wendy Williams. I have I have to take a picture of this for the people. This her, her head looks like a dick. <laughs> I just had to take a picture of it. All right, Wendy Williams. Uh, this is her uh, leaving Neverland recap. It be honest with you, her her. Her opinions, and I only watched like 30 seconds of it. Her, these are opinions of somebody who sounds like they didn't watch it. Because you can't watch that thing and go, nah, those guys are lying. And that's what she says. Hot topics, and here with the inside scoop is our entertainment journalist friend, Chris Witherspoon. Chris, you such an honor to be here today. And Wendy, can I just say, you guys, this is so much more than a daytime talk show. It is a pop culture movement, and it is great to have our queen back on her throne. Oh boy, God! Uh, you want I me? Mean, to, our show needs an audience like that. You want me to? You want me to kill myself? Send me to a, a, a live taping of Wendy Williams. Fucking <laughs> <Okay>, Christ! <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Chris covers it like nobody does. Michael Jackson last night. I watched. Yes. So there was yeah, a two-part special. What? what you know? <laughs> last night. Oh, last night. <laughs> It's like we're all clamoring to get her opinion. Ooh, she's starting to look like a giant Michael Jackson, to be honest with you. <laughs> Wendy Williams is not aging well. <laughs> she's looking very, um, uh, very creaturey from a haunted house. Like she was in a haunt, she could be, yeah. 
very like very, very yikes. yikes. Part one aired last night on HBO. It's mm. called Leaving Neverland. Part two airs tonight. And 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 we we meet two men, uh, James Safechuck and Wade Robson, who met Michael Jackson when they were young. Now they're all growing up and alleging that Michael Jackson sexually assaulted. And we have a clip from the documentary. We'll show that really fast, and I'll tell you more. Okay. There's no thoughts of this is wrong or anything like that. He told me if they ever found out what we were doing, he and I would go to jail for the rest of our lives. Secrets will eat you up. All right, let's get to the way As loud as I had to speak the lie. Come on, give me some way. There it is. There we go. For so long. Here, give me okay, some Okay, so this is powerful. It was hard to watch. I watched it last night. Very strong allegations. They talk about how they met Michael Jackson, how he befriended them, came like a part of their family, like a family friend. The families welcomed them into the house. Yes. So. And then the sexual abuse started. But we start with Jimmy Safechuck, who's behind us right now. We see him Which on Which color the, shirt? That's Jimmy Safechuck right there, the black yeah, shirt. Okay. Um, <laughs> Dude, it's literally... They have a graphic behind them, and it's, it's Jimmy Safechuck... And Michael Jackson and, and Wendy Williams goes, which one is Jimmy Safechuck? It's, she literally is not paying attention. She's not there, Rock. Michael Jackson, when he was 10 years old, he shot a Pepsi commercial for him. With, uh, Michael Jackson invited him to go on tour. Hotel room was Michael Where's Jackson. Wendy Williams? There he is. really fast in the hotel room in case someone came and knocked me out the door. Talk, you big um, dumb. Um, also, another guy in the documentary, Wade Robson. Oh. The boys? Yes, yes, they okay, were. And most of the time, they were. Most of the time, they were. But two years later, the parents and the boy and Wade come to Neverland. I'm waiting for, uh, is, at some point, she gives her editorial. And it tries Wait, to... here, Jason says in the chat room, she looks like she's as old as Ted Williams. <laughs> <laughs> great. I don't know. She is a... Uh... All right. I don't know. Don't do it. Like I, it she almost looks like Charles Oakley. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's like uh, Wait, like now or 88 if like Anthony Mason and Charles Oakley could have a kid it would be willing to Wendy Williams oh my God. <laughs> in the nude I don't believe that there was any sexual touching I do yeah. believe sleepovers in the same bed I, uh, I don't believe that there was any sexual touching I do yeah. believe sleep how do you watch that and say oh, here it is here it is that's here's, here's Wendy. Uh, give it her take. Hours <laughs> together in Lies. the nude. Lies. Um, you think it's all it's all false, Wendy? I I do believe a shower in the nude. I don't believe that there was any sexual touching. I do yeah. believe. All right, so you're gonna shower with a kid, and you're not, you're not gonna sexually touch him? <laughs> like, what's the, you might as well fucking go all the way. That might have been the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Right. This is a woman who that's supposed to like you know thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people. Like, get their fucking hot take from her. She's idiotic. She's a... Mo- How did she ever have a career in this? I don't, I don't, that I that I, is bizarre to me, what she just said. How do you watch Leaving Neverland as a person who whose job it is to give your opinion and come out with a shit opinion like that? Yeah. She's not real. Sleepovers in the same bed. I do believe that if Mother Nature takes its course and they, you know, you get a hard penis, I don't believe touching and I don't believe sex. And I do believe that this is a. Much- Are you not human? If I'm sleeping with somebody and I get a boner because they're in the same bed with me, yeah, no, it's on like Donkey Kong, my friend. 
And I'm saying, I mean, she could have, she could have taken the stance like, no, this they never, it never, he never touched them, and le- like left it at that. But for her to be saying like all that, like, no, they they took a shower together, sure, but no, no, they never touched each other. What? How do you? How do you? How do you, how do you figure that? And how do you know? Were you there? Yeah. Fuck. Like, like, how is your opinion that? That is bizarre. Big grab for the families. I do Ooh, believe. Okay, come on, come on. I believe. I believe. I believe. Yeah. And I've been around long enough. I believe that Joe Jackson, rest in peace, he did the best that he could in oh. raising this showbiz family. <laughs> Michael became the star of the family, and even though he had all those siblings, he was still trapped in being Michael in Michael world. Yeah. You know, sequestered off into his part of the house and doing his thing, watching old movies. I believe that part. Um, uh, Mrs. Jackson, you know, she's not well. She doesn't need to hear this. Mm-hmm. And and you know, uh, uh, isn't this Michael not Jackson's infuriating? Kids. They don't want to hear this. Either, Michael Jackson. Yeah. They're not yeah, so well. They're not so well. At all. Um, but I don't believe any of this. I do believe that this is money for yeah. the families. And I do believe that Michael was having a problem with drugs. Well, who wouldn't? When you're doing your own dancing, think about it. If you're dancing from the time you're three years old, you know. And I this think- is the commentary from somebody who is completely out of touch. This, per- I'm, I'm ashamed that this person has made a living in broadcasting. It's a sh- to have that. A- that is that is the that is such a dog shit opinion. Or take on any, like you're not human being. If you watch Leaving Maryland and you came up with that, that was your fucking like. Like, are you blowing all of the fucking Jackson brothers? Is she having <laughs> sex with all of them? Uh, that would be that would be a logical. That's the only thing I can get right. I mean, and dancing hard. Yes. And then, Al, your back hurts. And then you get the dose up. By the time you're 15 years old, the doses are three times as much. By the time you're 25 years old, the doses are five times as much. And you're free to take them as, as much as you want. Then you get these fancy doctors. These fancy doctors who will come to your house 3 o'clock in yes, the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning. whatever you want. Or take yeah. a wing at your yeah. house. I feel bad for the gay guy on the panel with her. Yeah, he's like, he, how, do I get, how do we go to break? Yeah, he's like 25. He's trying to make like a way in the business. And he's... He's got to sit there inside with this ridiculous fucking take on the living room. Forever associated to this terrible. Right. This makes is, no sense. Uh, 326,000 people have watched this. House and wheeling those fancy um, machines. And, and this is not a lot. You know, intervenous exactly, you yes, yeah. and so pop you with Wake pills. you up, all of it. They yeah, kept him doped yeah. up. That's what I believe. Okay, okay, Wendy. I, I think that there's a lot of, of reasoning to that. And I think that. My- <laughs> what do you think? You know, I'm still torn. I, don't- <laughs> I think you're fucking insane, lady. You're insane. Let's see if the game. I, I, I don't understand. So, okay, so he's doped up. So what? So, so he touched children. While he was drugged, I, so. I, I, well, she claims that he never did that. Oh right, that's and right. That, they took a shower together. And but apparently, then. because of his uh, erratic uh, fucking behavior, I guess it's because he's you know been a drug user forever. Because dancing since he was uh, sixteen or a child uh, has has broken down his body. That's why he takes a lot of drugs. It's not. It's not. It has nothing to do with the uh, men- mental instability or. <laughs> Right, yeah. the, the, you know the the getting brought up as a child star with an abusive fucking father who was a prick, uh, like it, it's all shit. It's like, uh. like look at Michael. Look, look at what Michael did to his face. Look yeah, at, exactly. Does that him changing his appearance, dyeing his skin? Does that not show like some sort of problem on his inside, like, mentally? 
The guy wasn't happy with himself. And there was like interesting things in it that made me believe that yeah, this guy is pretty smart and with it with what he's doing. Not, in a, not smart in a good way, but in a devious way. You know, after over time, you know, the parents were slowly further and further away in the hotel rooms. Right. And things like that. And then the other interesting thing was, you know, Michael Jackson would go up to the mother. I forgot which one it was when he'd be like, you need to tell your son that, you know, he can't hold hands. And that's a completely a, a reverse psychology thing because then the mother's going to talk to the kid like, yeah, you can't touch. And, and meanwhile, the kid's like, oh, I, you know, we're, that's my best friend. You're keeping me away from my best friend. And that's just going to create tension and separation from the parent. Like, you're not drugged when you're doing these really deep psychological things. Like, like who are you for? Not only was Michael Jackson a, a pedophile, Wendy Williams, but he also dangled it in front of us. <laughs> for years, he yeah. dangled it in front of us. He took kids that weren't his on, the, on, on tours, and he would hold their hands in public. He would, he would dress them up as Mike, like little Michaels. He would call them Applehead and fucking Bottoms Up or something. <laughs> you know? He had nicknames. It. it was, and it was, like, he, it was in the press. Yeah. He would, he literally wanted to, like, finger bang Macaulay Culkin. Emmanuel has Lewis. Daughter, has his daughter said anything yet? Uh, I, I, be honest with you, I, she probably doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> she probably don't care. You know? Yeah. I, is it really his daughter? Oh, well, Who question. knows? Who knows? I haven't heard shit from her. Yeah. Uh, all right, here's Wendy Williams is out of her freaking gourd. Uh, she, her, she, her show should be canceled. It's it's sickening. Here's a uh, here's more of the gay guy trying to uh, dig himself out of this Wendy Williams hole. Believe it. Can I tell you, I don't necessarily believe all of it, but I think that there were parts that were done so well. Like, even the mothers being involved. I was always curious to hear from the moms, because I have a seven-year-old son, and there is no... Beyonce could call tomorrow. My son is not going away with anybody without me being in the room. Like, when the guy said the word Beyonce, it was like a like a trigger word for Wendy Williams on the set. She, like, jumped up. She's like, oh, Beyonce. Oh. <laughs> we're talking about the Queen Bee? Yeah, she's not even listening. With them, you know, and I love Beyonce. She's my Michael Jackson, but I would never... By the way, the audience is... They just did a shot of the audience. They're all looking at Wendy Williams like, what the fuck? <laughs> but you know, he brings up a good point, but there needs to be separation. To what I was saying, that the parents were all for mm. the kids being part of this celebrity lifestyle and, and the potential yeah. for fame. I mean, listen, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, that these parents were thinking that there is at least a sliver of a chance of fame and fortune being around Michael Jackson. Right. Fuck, whatever. That is what it is. But I don't think the parents had any sort of like, oh, well, we're just going to have to deal with him having sexual relations with him. No, obviously, no, that wasn't the case. That was a unfortunate twist in this, if you will, um, because he he clearly had other <laughs> interests. He, you know, he was just feeding the money because he knew the parents were like, yeah, here's the money. He's like, we're going away. We're doing all this stuff. And meanwhile, mm. he's taking your son off to this bedroom over here. Don't mind us. Um, yeah. so, so to, to my, my point with with him saying, you know, like the guy on the show, like, oh, I wouldn't let him be with Beyonce. Yes, you would. If she kept it on the up and up, and it, and if it was just like, you know, he's going on tour, he's the, the son's performing on stage like the kid was with Michael Jackson, you would totally do it. 
as long as you're around, like you're in the next room over, right. and they're not, there's not privatizing something like that. So don't make like, oh, cut and dry. My son or daughter is not going to be part of the Beyonce show. Shut up. You're not. Yet, that's a. That's just a lie. Uh, I am sending my son there. <laughs> that's Beyonce. That's Prime Poon. If she, and yeah. she wants to do a little kid touching, that's fine. I was always curious to hear from the moms because I have a seven-year-old son, and there is no Beyonce could call tomorrow. My son is not going away with anybody without me being in the room with him. You know, and I love Beyonce. She is my Michael Jackson, but I would never leave the room. I say, oh, where are we going together? No, 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 no. That's because, good. That's yeah, good and terrible. But uh, <laughs> that's because that guy's gay. This guy's if this guy's straight. He's sending his son no problem to Beyonce. No, I have sure. I want to have a sleepover with your son. No, I'll be in the room. Where are we sleeping? I'll be sleeping right okay. next to them okay. on the bed together. But I think it was powerful to hear from the moms. I thought that Wade's mom. You can't make that. You can't make that. You can't. Beyonce's a bad example. Because mm. I'm, I'm telling you, if my kid's 13 and Beyonce wants to, like, take him on a, on a goddamn, like, three city tour or something, in a case of Trojan ends, I'm sending him. I'm driving him and dropping him off and going, see you later, Beyonce. See you later, my son. Have fun. You kidding me? I would love to hear the stories. Right. Yes, Beyonce wanted to see my asshole as she jilled herself. Oh, or did uh, Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> it, you know it's different with uh, with boys. What do you think, Rock? I'm still working on this whole Jill thing. Just. I'm coming out and talking about how Michael was really a part of the family. Um, it was really compelling because it kind of made me understand how he really endeared himself into the core. Right, fuck these guys. Like, how is this even a show? <laughs> it's fucking cuckoo clock fucking Wendy Williams and a gay guy. What the I have never heard anything as dumb as what that. that. She is, they they spare the shower together, but nothing happened. She looks like... Dead. She looks dead. Like dead inside. If you like this screen cap I have of her staring at the gay guy on the on the dais there, yeah. it looks there's nobody home. There's no one home. The lights are on, but the house is empty. Fucking Christ. Wendy Williams needs to go. We're done. We're done. I Goodbye. That, that's the biggest takeaway from this whole arc. Oh my god. She, or she's just not prepping. She's not like, you know, she's not prepping for her show. Just like strolled into the studio. Yeah, and... she's like five minutes before air. She's got her makeup done. She's like, oh, what are we? Oh, Michael Jackson. Okay. This is what I'll say. And ugh. <laughs> <laughs> what a uh, what a mess. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, A-Rod is uh, going to gonna marry their J-Lo. What do you think about that, Rock? Why? Like uh, what? Like what are they getting out of it? Because this is what her like her third or fourth marriage. Uh, let's see. He's been married before, right? He uh, he has been. Yeah, he was married once. Yeah, so it's like, what are you like? What are you guys doing? Like, you're, she's fifty. He's in his forties. Like, uh, who, did, who did she marry? I'm, they're both going to do uh, what you call it uh, with their uh, money. Um, uh, prenups. Prenups. So it's like, what are you doing? Like, what are you proving? Uh, do you think it's like a like a stay in a spotlight thing? You're a Rod and J Lo. You you don't need to be married to be. I'm I'm amazed that she's turning fifty years old and she looks as good as she does. It's a weird fucking thing. It's her job, man. That's her job. God, Daddy, I mean, I feel like I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or this is a new thing. Uh, I, I don't know, but like when I was 22, I feel like there were never. Like fifty-year-old women 
in pop culture that were as hot as like a J-Lo or a Selma Hayek or a Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale is like 45. She's unreal looking. Yeah. You know? It's like some women just fucking, wow. Unreal, Rock. What do you think? Give well, me a Diane pick. Keaton. I mean, she is just, she's, <laughs> she's she keeps on ticking. Is that the turtleneck lady? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. I just don't understand why they need to get married. Like, what are you doing? Like, what is? What are you proving? This is her like third or fourth. So what? You, you, and then what if you get divorced? Now you just now you just a hua. You're a hua from the Bronx. Like, you, do you really want to go through a divorce in the fifties? Like, why don't they, they have a good thing going now anyway? Like, just leave it be. A lot of people these. It's like it's very chic to not even get married these days. People just fucking hang out. It's A-Rod. His, his nickname is A-Rod. He's always liked older broads, too. A-Rod's always dated older. He's weird. He, he dated Madonna. Yeah, when she was older, she, he dated fucking... Um, who's the praying mantis? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. The blonde girl. She was, <laughs> she was in a mask. She was in a oh, mask. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Diaz. Yeah, well, yeah, Cameron Diaz. Did you Cameron? She's kind of praying mantis. He's got a, that praying mantis type thing going on. Um, uh, Anthony Porter in there. Check it out. Hello, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That's all I got. Rush. Oh, speaking about that boy, good. You know that there's going to be a new coming to America in 2020. Yeah, they're going to. You know they're going to ruin it, right? Why? Uh, because it's 2020 and they can't make the original coming to America. They can't. They can't make it similar to the original coming to America. Maybe. Why? What was what was um, racially insane? I'm assuming that's what you're referring to. Is the penis is massager? Oh, hashtag me too. <laughs> right. No, it's going to be different. I just hope they get Samuel Jackson as the uh, as the burglar again. As the, uh, guy <laughs> is Louis Anderson going to be on it too? All oh, right, Louis Anderson was. I hope they bring back the entire same cast. Is it the same cast? Are they having Arsenio Hall? Is it like what? What is the? Let me. Um, what is the thing? Is it like he gets a divorce and he's coming back to like New York again to find? Oh, I know he doesn't get a divorce. I, well, I don't think she is. Uh, um, coming. You know they're not bringing back the uh, the girl. Oh man! So they're calling it coming to America, like like the number two. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be terrible. They shouldn't make it. Leave it alone. It's the same thing with like Wall Street. They should leave Wall Street alone. Don't make Wall Street a two. Don't do that. Same so, so thing. So far, only Eddie and James Earl Jones are uh, are locked in. James Earl Jones is still alive. <laughs> How old is fucking James Earl Jones? He was old when the original came out. Damn, he was born in 31. Wow, James Earl Jones is in his 80s. Fuck, he's he's 87, 88 years old. 31. No, he's nearly 90. Fuck. So what is it? Is he goes back to Africa, I guess? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's in nearly 60. How old is Eddie Murphy? Let's see, when was he born? Uh, yeah, 61. No. 61. They, they, they never made it. Born in 61. Not, he's not, not he is 61. He was born in 61. No, they shouldn't They shouldn't make that movie. Oh, it's happening. Leave it alone. It's 2020. To what, is, it like that, is that the release date or are they going to start shooting it in 2020? No, it's it's scheduled for 2020 release. All right, so they're shooting it now. 
kind of. Well, they can't be shooting it now because all they got is a Marine James Earl Jones. Oh, so they're going to get their shit in gear. So it's going to get scrapped. It's going to be on the shelf. It's not going to happen. Let's see. Uh, if Arsenio Hall doesn't want to do it, you know it's a bad idea. You know what I mean? Because Arsenio's got nothing going on. What does Arsenio got? All right, so they got they got this guy Kenya Barris writing the screenplay, and he's he's known for Blackish Girls Trip, Grownish oh, Girls Trip, Shaft. Has uh, one movie shot, the next cut. This so, is this is so gonna food. this is going to be dog shit. <laughs> this is gonna be. Kevin Hart's gonna fucking pop up in there somewhere and do like a. Oh, obviously. I'm sure. Make fun of me. Okay, Kevin Hart. Who wrote the screenplay? He's not even in the shot because he's too small. He like has a forehead. Self-deprecating. We get it. Where is who did the original screenplay? Uh, fuck. Sorry. Never fucking Body by Jake was in the first one. Oh my gosh, He's right, the cab driver. <laughs> Fuck you! That was his only line, I think, in the whole thing. Uh, I want to see who did the original screen. Uh, are you saying it won't be seen in the theater? Yes. It's not going to be made. James Earl Jones is going to be the voice of Darth Vader in a new Star Wars. <laughs> He's 88. Stop working, James. Where is my son, Hakeem? <laughs> He will be confined to my room at the Waldorf Astoria. Bathe him thoroughly. <laughs> if they don't get Arsenio Hall, then what's the point? What is this? My son works? <laughs> I just watched it the other day. <laughs> I mean, it was so great, though. It was good. Enough. His delivery was just, I mean, it's James Earl Jones. I mean, very yeah. few actors deliver the way James Earl Jones can yeah. Oh man, that's what I need. If donations, I donations, I thought it was trash. <laughs> that's where that comes from. Um, I need, I, you know what? I need, I need to win the lottery so I can have like bathers. That's what I need. That's how you know you're doing well. <laughs> just wake up in the morning. I walk into the fucking bathroom and there's just bathers there. I don't even do anything. Well, I'm going to go see it, Kieran. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty excited for coming to America. I am not excited because the guy who's uh, writing it wrote Girl's Trip in the Barber Shop. <laughs> the next cut. Not even the first one. Like I'd the be third one. so much more excited if Eddie was like, I'm writing it. Yes. Then I, if Eddie was writing it, fucking A, I'm wrong. Yeah. But no, not, not, the, not some like millennial spin like 35 year old dick face millennial spin I'm not fucking watching that apparently blackish is is all the was all the rage man yeah but it's on ABC so what does that have to do with anything coming to america was fucking raw it was like it was raunchy it was it was it was, it was funny it was tiny it was good what what is going to you know this can be dog shit this is going to be so bad probably worse than the wall street 2 are they going to get that guy who's in the barbershop, who's the only guy that, <laughs> that our city on Eddie Murphy didn't play? Right. Mm. Who was that guy? I don't know. But that uh, is the ultimate... Uh, I want to see. Who was that guy? He was... He was the white guy, right? Oh, wait, no. He was like the... Yeah, the lighter, lighter skinned black guy. Yeah, who was he? I don't know. I don't know. 
Gooding Jr. was in it? Cuba couldn't. Yeah, he was. He was the boy getting a haircut. Yeah, he was. Wow. Yeah, I'm not going to watch that bullshit. No, that's too bad. Uh, oh, it's always Paul Bates plays Oha going to be in it. <laughs> Oha! All right. That's it for this show, everybody. <laughs> we learned a lot. I don't even know what we covered. Oh, Billy Joel. That's what we did. And Michael Jackson. We definitely covered that. I forgot what we did in the first... Uh, oh, and we learned that, you know, restaurateurs are just one omelet away from uh, losing it all. <laughs> one omelet away from disaster. All right. Thank you for checking out the Lunatic Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lunatic Radio. I think I'm on TikTok, too, but I have no followers. Is that really? I just realized what that was. Oh I didn't do. I haven't put anything on there yet. Are you on Snapchat, Karen? No, I don't do that. I want once they change the name to Snapchat. Hold on. That that is the lamest joke I think I've ever done. Yeah, you there's, did it, there's a lot. I'm not, there's a lot of nominees in that category. Alright, we'll see people later. Oh, by the way, if you want to send a donation, log on to the lunaticradio.com website and click the donate button. That'd be great. Love those donations. Keep them flying in. <laughs> not happening, Rock. Had me fooled there for a moment. <laughs> no, they're not. Alright, thank you everybody for checking out the show. Rock, final word, go. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> wow, creative as fuck. <laughs> see you later. Karen and Rock. LunaticRadio.com